0: The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash Penn Highway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. What's going on, everybody? I am continuing ranking every episode of The Office, and I'm doing 17 through 11. This is the... Second to last episode. The next one will be the top 10, and that's it. So we are in the nitty gritty, the really, really good ones. Let's get into it. Number 17, season three, episode one gay witch hunt. Michael apologizes to Oscar after he finds out he's gay for calling him a homosexual slur, but his apology out oscar to the entire office and jim decides to take a promotion at the stanford office so this is the season three premiere at the um the end of season two was maybe one of the most important episodes because it was where jim finally told uh, pam his feelings for her and he kissed her and in the cold open we find out what happens there and what happened was he kissed her and she told him she can't do this that she is still going to um she's still going to get married to Roy. So what happens is Jim takes a job in Stanford and he's in Stanford now and we're introduced to Karen Filippelli and Andy Bernard. So two two major characters at least uh at least Karen was in season 3 and Andy for the rest of the series. So Michael was using a homosexual slur and uh, and Toby said he couldn't use it. And then he told Michael that Oscar's gay. what He's the hr guy. Don't you think maybe that's something that should have stayed secret? uh that's a private matter? I mean, I, I I think that's a major violation by Toby. What are you doing? I don't know. If, if if an HR person has a secret about someone, is, is, is are they going to just tell anybody? That's uh, that's crazy. There's one theory that he did that to Michael on purpose because he knew Michael would tell everyone, and then that would get Michael, you know, in trouble or fired or something like that. So maybe that's a that's a chess move by Toby. I don't know. Um, we also find out what happened with Pam. So Pam ended up not getting married. She said she called off the wedding a couple days before. Um, then we cut the Roy and he said that basically he's been in bad shape that he's 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 he got a DUI and he vows to get Pam back. So um there's there's the update. Jim and Stanford, Jim played a prank on Andy. He put the Andy's calculator in Jello, just like he put the stapler in jello he put white stapler in jello in the uh in the first um uh the the the, the 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 pilot episode so but andy does not handle this well he gets angry and he kicks a trash can so not not the best reaction uh creed has a great line he says I'm not offended by homosexuality. In the 60s, I made love to many, many women, often outdoors, in the mud and in the rain. And it was possible a man slipped in and there would be no way of knowing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Creed is just the best. Creed is just the best. So when Michael finds out that Oscar is gay, he is the world's worst secret keeper. And he basically tells everyone. And Angela is acting like a she, Angela is acting well she's kind of how do you would expect her to act? Um and she's just freaking out and finally Michael says, Okay, uh, everybody off conference room and they and they have a meeting and uh my, Oscar just tells him, um, get away from me you're small and you're stupid. And he he says a lot of things. And and then he says, I'm sorry. And he said, and then they, I I don't know what the, what the script was, but what ended up happening was that. I don't don't know if they were supposed to kiss or whatever, but Michael, Michael just kissed Oscar on the lips. (laughs) And then Dwight got up to to kiss Oscar. Also, (laughs) apparently both of those things were not scripted. So everybody's reaction to that is, is totally legit. So that is, uh, that's amazing. Um, earlier in the episode, Michael and Dwight called Jim and Stanford and asked him about gaydar. And Michael said, Oh, um, Jim said, Oh, it's, it's sold out. But then he sends, he sends Jim, he sends Dwight a, uh, a gaydar, uh device. And it's just a, um, a metal detector with some labeling on it. And, and dwight dwight sets it off he's like he 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 puts it near oscar and it goes off And he's like aha it works and then it, it, it he puts it near him and it works too <laughs> so he's confused uh so so what ended up happening in the story is uh instead of a instead of suing them they they offered oscar a company car and 3 months vacation or something like that what really happened was Oscar went to work on another show. It was called Halfway Home. So this was a creative way to to give him a a break from the show. Number 16, season seven, episode 21, Michael's Last Dundees. Michael hosts his final Dundees as the boss of the Scranton branch, but the tension is in the air. And D'Angelo Vickers, the new boss, is having trouble with his co-hosting duties. So in the cold open is, and I don't know if they did this every time for the Dundies, but Michael and and D'Angelo would go to everyone's house to give them their Dundee nominate that they were nominated for a Dundies. It was a plaque. They go to Stanley's house and Stanley says, get off my property. Um, They go to Toby's house and Michael throws eggs at Toby's house. (laughs) They go to Meredith's house and it looks like a house of horrors. It looks like, like a hoarder's house or something like that. And uh, and she's coming home from on who knows what she, it looks like. She's doing walk of shame. So uh the the actual you know Dundees were eh, it was blah. This whole episode was kind of blah, but it is saved by one of the greatest scenes in the entire series, and that is when they all sang to him. Uh D'Angelo had horrible stage fright. He was just absolutely horrible at it. And, um, Dwight was really upset because, um, he, apparently Michael didn't even recommend him for, for the job. And, um, uh, who knows, who knows what happened there, but he was really upset with Michael. So anything Mike, he would do with anything Michael would do with him. If he gave him an award, Dwight would just throw it away. He would just, he was just really upset. Uh, Ryan did not get hottest in the office. He went to the new uh, sales guy, Tim Cordray, or whatever his name is. Um, Aaron won an award, and in the in the uh, acceptance speech, she just dumped Gabe. She said, hey, Gabe, I think we should see other people and stuff. So. Um, but really, so it's kind of a blah episode, but it gets saved by... The song at the end, and apparently Steve Carell knew that there would be a song that they would sing to him, but he didn't know what the song was. So he didn't know anything about this, so they rehearsed it without him. And the song was, like I think it's called Seasons of Love or something like that. It's, it's, it's a parody of that. And... Uh, it's just beautiful. It's you. Know, I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna sing. I'm not. am not a singer. But <laughs> nine million nine hundred eighty-six thousand minutes. We actually sat down and did the math. That's how many minutes you've worked here in costumes and impressions and meetings and cups of coffee for birthdays, more meetings and email forwards you made us read. Nine million nine hundred eighty-six thousand minutes. That's like watching Die Hard 80,000 times. And then this is my favorite part. Um, Meredith says, you hit me with your car. Brian says, you help me get off drugs. Creed says, I watch you when you sleep. <laughs> and Oscar says, I forgive you for kissing me. And and then uh, D'Angelo does this <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> beautiful little solo or whatever. And in the end, there's a talking head of Michael, and he says, "Yeah, this is gonna hurt like a mother." <laughs> um, it's just one of the most beautiful uh, episodes, uh, of beautiful scenes in the in the entire series, and it just it just really made this episode number fifteen, season two, episode twelve, the injury. Michael's injury from a George Foreman grill distracts the staff from Dwight the one with the real injury. So in the cold open. Uh, Michael calls um, Pam and tells tells him tells her that he, somebody needs to come over and take care of him because he burned his foot and then Jim puts him on speaker so the entire office is hearing what happened and so everybody's laughing and 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 just you know nobody wants to come over and help Dwight walks in he's like, "Hey, what's going on and and uh someone tells tells him that you know Michael hurt his foot and as soon as he hears like oh my god I- i'll go save you and michael's like no 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 not white not white and he he rushes he gets in his car he rushes out and and he speeds and he hits a he hits a telephone pole and the bumper flies off and he bumped his head and he's out and he's stumbling around and he throws up on the car and then he gets back in the car and and he goes to uh to michael so then Michael comes to the office with his foot wrapped in bubble wrap. like it's about to be shipped. and Dwight just acts so weird on his computer. He just types Dwight over and over and over again. <laughs> also, he is super duper nice to Pam for once. He is just acting so weird. At one point, he just he just turns the creed and he says, Dad?" it's it's so funny uh but michael is basically saying that you know everybody needs to take care of him because because of his injury and nobody is he has a meeting and he brings in the property manager who is in a wheelchair and he wants to show what an inspiration it is to be disabled and the guy is just like no my i live my life you know i do do ever just about everything else you know and uh and so that, that doesn't go well, uh, but they realize Jim and Jim and Pam realize that Dwight probably had a concussion. I think that the property manager said that Jim is like, who's the, the moon faced kid or something like that. <laughs> so, um, so Jim takes um, Dwight and Michael, Michael didn't want to go, but they insisted because he's the emergency contact. And he grabs the spray bottle of water, and and anytime Dwight acts up, he sprays him with water like like he's punishing him. Like it's so silly, it's so silly. Um, uh, so so they're at the doctor, and um, the doctor says the doctor says to um, uh, M- Michael basically tries to say that having a, a foot burn is 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 more severe than having a concussion and uh the, the doctor says does the skin look r- red and swollen and dwight says that's what she said and michael's like that's my joke damn it dwight <laughs> so it was um, it was uh, when pam helped him helped her helped dwight get out of the uh, the office and to the hospital, she basically said goodbye. She's like, she's like, B- B- Dwight's like, but I'll be back. It's like, yeah, but it'll be different. It was just, she just liked so much that Dwight was actually nice to her for once. Number 14, season three, episode 22, Beach Games. Mike uses Beach Day at Thunder Mifflin to find out which employee would be his most capable replacement just in case he receives a promotion to the New York office that he applied for. Um, yeah the cold open was was not that good apparently michael pretends to be he thinks he's sick all the time but then he gets a call from david wallace that he's going to interview for basically jan's job um so they uh they all get on the bus and they all sing um uh the the gambler which is really cool and then they also sing the uh the Flintstones theme which is which is really nice so Michael does a a hot dog eating contest and then a sumo contest. And when he, when everybody finds out that the winner of these contests is going to replace him as the regional manager, Stanley goes crazy and he tries really hard to win because he, he doesn't want, he's like, I don't want any of these idiots for, uh, being my boss. So Andy is in the sumo outfit and he falls into the water and then he just floats away (laughs) he's just he's gone so it's so dumb um so the main scene in this is uh there is a coal fire walk there is a you know hot hot coals um dwight um dwight just stands in the hot coals and says i will I will stand here until you give me the job. Give me the job. Give me the job. Michael's like, no, no. So and he and he falls into it. It kind of looked like like Anakin Skywalker in Revenge of the Sith. Um, but uh, but then when nobody's looking, Pam walks across it, and then in front of everybody, she uh she basically says what she's been thinking all all year. Um, and she finally stands up for herself. She says, hey, I want to say something. I've been trying to be more honest lately, and I want to say a few things. I did the cool walk. I did it. Michael, you couldn't even do that. Maybe I should be your boss. Man, I feel really good right now. Why didn't any of you come to my art show? I invited all of you. That really sucked. It's like sometimes some of you act like I don't exist. Jim, I called off my wedding because of you, and now we're not even friends. Things are just weird between us, and that sucks, and I miss you. You are my best friend before you went to Stanford, and I really miss you. I shouldn't have been with to- with Roy. There were a lot of reasons to call off my wedding, but I didn't care about any of those reasons until I met you. And she goes on to say that it's okay that he's with someone else, but uh, but she re- she really misses him. So huge, huge speech by uh, Pam. Number thirteen, season nine, episode twenty-one. Living the dream. Andy starts to believe he'll never achieve his dream while working for the company, and he plans to quit. Jim gives his relationship with Pam more thought after their marriage counseling and stays in Scranton for more time. Dwight finally gets his black belt. And after her divorce, Angela's new studio apartment sucks. So, um, yeah, An- Angela got divorced from the senator and where she lives now, uh, I guess they don't allow pets or something like that. I don't know. But she lo- they took away all her cats. So... She she look and she looks like hell. She just absolutely looks terrible, and uh, she's basically lost everything. All she has is, and, and also is like, well, you still have your son. She's like, yeah, I guess. So she's she's in bad shape. Um, Andy is. This is the arc where Andy thinks he's going to become famous, and he ends up becoming famous for for a different reason. But he. Uh, Um, he thinks that that it's better well he talks to Jim and Jim has decided to basically quit the the company in Philadelphia and just stay in Scranton and stay with with Pam and and, and the family I got a lot of thoughts about this I'll 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 say say him in a minute but anyway he tells um, he tells Andy you should commit you shouldn't Um, you know, do a couple things. You know, don't spread yourself too thin. Devote yourself hundred percent to one thing. So Andy says, "Yeah, good idea. I think I'll I'll quit my job." So Andy knows that the the documentary is going to air in pretty soon. So he is going to this is his shot at fame. Um, and meanwhile, David Wallace comes down to fire Andy because he finds out that he's goofing off and not doing his work and. making um you know printing headshots and stuff like this so he's just he's he's just gonna fire him and and everybody's telling andy don't do that you're not you're not you're not that good don't please don't do this so um yeah it's just andy Finally, and then so he, he decides to quit and then he decides to stay and stay on as a manager i mean he starts to stay on as a salesman but then he he changes his mind again and he basically says i quit and he he poops on <laughs> david wallace's car or something like that and so um so oh, and Dwight um, t- turns out Dwight's old karate mat, karate teacher was just taking all his money. And apparently he spent like $150,000 over 20 years and never got a black belt and then he he found a new uh, a, a new uh, teacher and 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 he made him a black belt instantly or something like that. And Dwight wanted to have the ceremony at work. And David Wallace talked to the karate teacher he says, well, who what do you usually do these do this? He said no, but he insisted on doing this in front of everybody in the place he loved. And um, you know, he said he's he's tenacious he's never found n- known somebody that's more tenacious and determined. And David Wallace is starting to think, well, maybe you should make uh, Dwight manager. And he talks to Jim, and Jim says, "Yeah, this th- that's a really good idea. Dwight would be perfect to be manager." Um, and <laughs> try not to get emotional here. Um, it's just so sweet between Jim and Dwight because when Clark was was talking to uh, Dwight, and they saw that 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 David Wallace and Jim were talking, um, Clark said, "Well." They're probably talking about taking, you know, becoming a uh, Jim, becoming manager. And Dwight says, that'd be great. I think he would do a good job as a manager. So they're at this point in the relationship. It's almost the end of the series where they just, you know, they've went from enemies to, to friends and it's, it's, it's an awesome thing. Um So after, uh after Jim and David Wall's talk, David Wallace wants to talk to uh, Dwight, and he offers him the job, and Dwight acts like, just get, just goes crazy about it. <laughs> and, um, he couldn't take it anymore. He jumped on the desk says, "I am now manager." And everybody's clapping and cheering and and Jim and Dwight hug and it's it's a wonderful thing. Uh, when Jim came back, he wanted his old desk next to Pam which is the entire reason he came back to spend more time with his wife and family. And Clark's like, no, I don't want to move. And then as soon as Dwight becomes manager, he's like, get, get out of here. Get out, go, go back to the bullpen. You're not, you're not ready yet. And Clark said, but no, that's no fair. It's like, no, get out of here. Uh, so, so Jim and Pam moving, uh, you know, walk together. I mean, are are sitting together again. Um, Yeah, that, that whole thing. I, I, Honestly, I hate Pam about that. I don't know. I just think that if your partner wants to uh, achieve a dream, whatever it is, uh, you know, try something different or try to make you know the situation better, you should support him. But she's like, no, you you can, you have to quit. You have to stay home. You have to stay home. We have to stay in Scranton. Like, what is that? I don't. I, I think that's unbelievably selfish. Because just because she didn't want to, to, anything to change. Like, I just, I just hated that so much. I I, I really did. I just, I hated it. Number 12, season five, episode 25 broke. The Michael, the Michael Scott paper company is gaining clients and offering lower prices in Dunder Mifflin, but it's going broke in the process. However, Dunder Mifflin is losing clients to Michael and is desperate to buy him out. The cold open is Michael and uh, Michael picks up Pam and Ryan at five 30 in the morning so that they can make deliveries and they are, um, they're tired because they have to do this every day, but they are, uh, they're, they're, they're doing good business because they're, they're, they're taking all the clients from, uh, from Dunder Mifflin. So David Wallace comes in, um, and he says, uh, oh yeah. Um, oh, Charles Miner says, everybody, uh, guys we're, we're losing, we're losing customers, but that's okay. And and David Wallace says, don't, "Don't worry, we'll figure this out." And Phyllis says, "Maybe, and I don't know if you just returned Michael's call, none of this would have lost, none of us would have lost clients." And David says, "I've been wondering about that myself lately," and, um, and <laughs> David, David says to Charles. Um, bring in Jim we, we need to, we need to have a meeting and and Charles is like, no, 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 Dwight's my guy. And they was like, really? what? <laughs> Dwight so and but they said, well, bring in Jim anyway. And, and Dwight's like, yeah, come on, afterthought. Um, they um Michael, Pam and Ryan go to an accountant to see if they can hire a delivery person and the accountant says you can't hire a delivery person because you're about to go out of business and they're saying they're talking about well what are you talking about you know we have the lowest prices it's like yeah your prices are too low and ryan says well that's okay because we have a fixed cost model and and the guy's like no you need a variable cost model because as things change your your costs will go up so uh my, Michael Michael says, could you crunch those numbers Again and the guy basically just hits A hits a button so, okay crunch <laughs> And Pam says uh, Did it help <laughs> um, Pam has This great line when a child Gets behind the wheel of a car and runs into A tree you don't blame the child he didn't Know any better you blame the 30 year old woman Who got in the passenger seat and said drive Kid I trust you So Um In the end of their meeting, um, so so in the in the meeting between David Wallace and Charles and Dwight and Jim. Um they're they're talking about various scenarios, and David said, You know what? The only option here, we'll we'll see if they want to buy out. And uh in this meeting, Dwight keeps saying, Let's get bees, let's get bees and put them in the offices." And, and Charles is looking at him like what the heck is wrong with you and and uh and it's it's yeah Dwight just, just just looks like an idiot but uh Jim says he'll talk to uh Michael Scott paper Company and see if they're open to a buyout so he goes down to talk to them and and he knows because he just talked to Pam that they're about to go out of business but he, Jim says I just want to know if you if your very successful company would be open to a buyout and at first Michael doesn't get it. it's like, oh Jim, but we're about to I don't want to know. I just want to know. would you be open to a buy and finally Michael gets its like, uh oh, yeah, sure we'll talk to them. So they uh they get on the elevator and and Pam and Ryan just say, say to him, just whatever you do. Don't say that we're going broke. And Michael's like, okay, okay. And then as soon as they get to the top of the elevator, video Michael's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Which is, you know, with the way Michael is can't keep can't keep a secret. That's uh a, that's it's a, a very real possibility. So they all walk into Dunder Mifflin and he sees um he sees David Wallace or, or Charles or Charles or something like that and michael says well 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 how the turntables they're just nothing <laughs> um this scene uh between michael uh scott paper company and denner mifflin is maybe my inf- favorite in the entire series and this is my personal favorite episode of the of the whole thing i loved the michael scott paper company arc so much and i love this this episode particularly because of this scene, because Michael was such an awesome negotiator. David says, here's a situation. Your company is four weeks old. I know this business. I know what suppliers are charging. I know you can't be making very much money. I don't know how your prices are so low, but I know you can't keep them that way. I'm sure you're scared, probably in debt. This is the best offer you're going to get. Michael says, I'll see your situation. I'll raise you a situation. Your company is losing clients left and right. You have a stockholder meeting, uh, coming up and you're going to have to explain to them why your most profitable branch blanches- branch is bleeding so they may be looking for a little change in cfo so i don't think i need to wait out thunder mifflin i think i just have to wait out you damn that's good <laughs> that is so good um i also like that um michael uh, uh david wall says we're pre- we're prepared to make you an offer and Michael says, "I reject it. Always reject your first offer. Give me your second offer." <laughs> so, the, so the offer is twelve thousand, and then after after they negotiate, um, they said, "Okay, our offer is sixty thousand to buy you out." And they they ask them to leave, and they are Michael, Pam, and Ryan are freaking out, it's like, "Oh my god, sixty thousand dollars!" And it's like, well, obviously we have to take that. <laughs> For some reason, Ryan thinks all the money is going to him. I don't know what the, what his problem is. Um, but when they come back in, they say, "Okay, do you accept our offer?" And Michael says, "No." He says, "That doesn't help us. We need uh, we need more. We need we need stable jobs. This does this isn't going to help us." And and, uh, and then Michael says. Our company is worth nothing. That's the difference between you and I. Business isn't about money to me, David. If tomorrow my company goes under, I'll just start another paper company and then another and another. I have no shortage of company names. David says, Michael, that's another. That's one of them. <laughs> These are our demands. This is what we want. Our balls are in your courts because they also asked. They He wanted everybody to come back. He wanted Charles gone. And he wanted Ryan to come back. And it's like, Ryan committed fraud. What are you talking about? And, and, and Michael said, This is what we want. Our balls are in your courts. And they they and and he accepts that offer. And um, Charles is about to say in front of everybody, hey guys, you know, to say bye, everybody. And Michael says, Nope, you're done. And he and he stands there and he puts his, his uh foot on the desk and and Jim points to him. I love it. I I love it so much Uh, because when Michael wanted a goodbye speech, uh, Charles, a few weeks ago, Charles said, no, 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 you're done. So it was perfect that he got it, got it back to them. Like I said, my personal favorite episode, I love this so much and I love that scene so much. Number 11, season four, episode 14. Goodbye, Toby. Michael throws an extravagant going away party for Toby and falls in love with the woman who is replacing him. Jim plans to propose to Pam at the party but gets outstaged back at corporate Ryan is arrested for fraud. Um the cold open was pretty funny. It was a it was a prank that Jim did where anytime Dwight's phone would ring, Jim would would pick it up. He would it would go to Jim's uh, Bluetooth or Jim's phone or something like that. Um apparently he talked to Dwight's mother and said, Good news, mother, I am getting married, or something like that. Uh so so Toby is gone i i guess he's going to Costa Rica or something like that and Holly Flax comes in and she this is this is the first time um Holly and Michael are introduced and it is, they are just they, immediately. They are just so she's basically the, 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 the female version of Michael Scott. She's just such a dork and it's, they are so adorable together. And I, I, I love it so much, but, and, and they immediately hit it off. And Michael says, I think I'm falling in love with her. And Jim's Jim's like, stop it. No, go slow, go slow. Um, Pam gets a, a, a message that she got into art school. So at the beginning of and this is I think oh this is the end of season four. There it was only fourteen episodes because of the writer's strike. So this was the season four uh, finale, and so Pam got into art school. Uh, so so she'll start uh, season five in, in in art school in art school. Uh, Dwight. Um, uh, I don't know why he Dwight doesn't like Holly, but uh, but he he plays a prank on her by saying that Kevin is mentally challenged, <laughs> and, and so she's being really nice to Kevin, and Kevin thinks that she that, that that she's in love with him. So, um, so yeah, so um, so Michael is was really looking forward to this exit interview, and then. So he's he's doing it. He's really just probably just going to really let Toby have it. But then Holly and Pam walk in. Holly walks in because she's HR and, and Pam walks in because she's taking notes. So everything has to change. And and, and all the questions he was asked have to change. And uh, at one point he does the. uh I've seen this meme a, whole, a bunch of times. This is a gif where where he's covering up and he and, and he's whispering, "I'll kill you" to her, to him. Um, he gives him a present, a going away present, and it's a rock with a note that says, "Suck on this." <laughs> and 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 Holly and Pam are like, "Oh, that's horrible! How can you do that?" And he's Michael's like, "Oh my goodness! Oh, what a horrible thing! That's who do who, who would do such a thing?" And he's like, "Ah, the actual present is." Here's my watch. So he gave him his watch. Um, So between Michael... Having all kinds of extra money because the party planning committee said we don't have the money for an extravagant party and Michael just pulls out a whole bunch of money. It's like I've been waiting for this to get rid of him. So here you go. Let's have a big party. And then Jim Payne for fireworks because he was going to propose to Pam. So this is a big elaborate party. It's like a carnival going on. And it's it's a wonderful thing. Um, during the during the party, Dwight tries to play a prank on, on Holly by putting a raccoon in Holly's car. And he gets caught. And so that doesn't look good. Um, Yeah. Michael, Michael sings the song. Goodbye, Toby. It's been nice. It's a pretty good song. Um, So. um, Oh, oh, there was a whole thing with um, Phyllis, Phyllis. I think Angela quit the party planning committee because she said there, there's no way we could have a elaborate party or something like that and so phyllis put everything together and she did a great job and uh but she told kevin hey go to um go go to the store cuz we need something we need more ketchup or something i, I forget what, he, what, what they needed but but uh but he went to the store and when he went to the store he called michael and said, "You need to come here." And Michael's like, "What? What is your problem? What do you mean I need to come to the supermarket? What are you talking about?" I said, she, she's like, "No, you need to come here." And and the reason why is because he saw Jan. It's like, okay, who cares? But when he saw Jan, Jan is pregnant, and so Michael and Jan talk, and uh, this is this gets really confusing. Apparently. While they were together. Jan. Got. Got a sperm donor. Like while you're going out with someone. And she said in a talking head. It's like, yeah, if I was younger, maybe I'd give him a shot at having, you know, one of my kids, but I'm, I'm older now. So I need to get this right. Or something like that. Like, geez, she just treats him so horribly. Um, So he's not the father but he decides to help her out with the pregnancy and pretend like he's a father. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, So, so as there's, as there's fireworks going off, Jim is just about to propose to Pam, but then Andy interrupts and says, attention, everyone. Um, I have my parents here. Angela, will you marry me? And Angela's like, Okay, I guess, or something like that. It was just it was just really bad. And uh and, and Dwight was Dwight was pretty upset. So um so Phyllis is sitting there and Angela says, Well, good party, but you'll never do this again. I'll make sure that you never do this again. And then Phyllis is walking back, going going back inside the office to, to do something, and she sees dwight and angela having sex and that is that's that's the end of the scene so that's that's the end of the season so uh yeah that is that is it all right next time will be the will be the uh will be the top 10 and that will be it for for this little uh endeavors. so thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, this has been so much fun and, uh, yeah, can't wait to do, do the top 10. Finally, we're finally at the, the best of the best and I'm so excited. So thanks for, thanks for listening, watching. See you later.